Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Dimension Podcast. My name is Karin. I'm here with Shane, and we also have our guest today. If you want to introduce yourself, what's up, guys? I'm Light Leak. Um, tell us yeah. what you do. Tell us what you do. What, where, how we met. You can tell them. Yeah. So Karin and I went to college together. Yes. We sir. had uh, which class did we have marketing. We together? had we had a couple. I think we had a marketing class together, and I feel like we had another. No. We had to have something else I think, together. I think I was like in your class and then I ended up dropping out or something. Dropping out or like something. That. Yeah, Both like senior class, classes. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, we met, what, about a year or two years ago? Two a year years ago, ago, yeah. Through your ex-girlfriend, I think, mostly, I yeah. want to say. Yeah. Uh, I met her first week of school. And then I didn't, then I met you through her, obviously. Um, yeah. So tell us what you do. So you obviously started doing something in as a hobby at first. Yeah, so I'm a DJ and music producer. Um, I started DJing about two years ago. Mm-hmm. Just picked it up as a hobby. Sure. Yeah. Always, that's always the and way to start. Ended up teaching myself how to mix and I feel like I've always kind of had an ear for music mm-hmm. and and um you know, like things that are in key and, and keeping a good beat. So and I think a lot of people that do music also mm-hmm. feel similarly, but um yeah, so got into that and kind of did it as a hobby and then sure. traveled the world and um, saw a lot of DJs that were in a position where they were getting paid and people were enjoying their music. And I was like, I can do I this. Do this. Yeah, I can I do this. Like, what the fuck? I do this so as a sick. hobby. Yeah. And you get paid for this. Yeah, exactly. So the day I got back, I was in, so I traveled, I was in Rome and then the day I got back, I sent out like eight emails to yeah. a bunch of places near where I lived in Laguna Beach at the time, and no one responded to me. Like, and did you DM them or did you email them? What did I you... sent out an I sent out an email to them. Okay. Yeah, and it was like two yeah. pictures of me. Two pictures. Of me. It was like it was like me. Trust with me, the, guys, I'm real. With the tiny <laughs> controller, um, like this, on my balcony, <laughs> on my balcony, like smiling. Hire me, man. And was it also sunset? <laughs> it was a sunset. Yeah, it was a sunset. It was there's a nice view behind me. I don't even think I sent any of my music. I think it was just a picture of me. It wasn't relevant, you know. <laughs> you just yeah, the picture, I mean, like, I, <laughs> you, you, I think you realize that. I mean, as I've been in this industry a lot, people don't. There's certain promoters and people that hire you that don't necessarily care that much about the music. Right, right. Um, and that was really interesting to me because I obviously care a lot about the music. Of course. So. What What do you think um, they care about? What I didn't get that part. I I know nothing about DJ. So I mean. Different people want DJs for different reasons, right? You just so, press buttons, no? I'm kidding, uh, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, I mean, <laughs> more than that. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> so the thing about DJing is the barrier of entry is very low, so anyone can really pick it up. Of course. Um, but there's no limit as to how good you can get. Of course. And um, <clears throat> I would like to consider myself advanced to DJing of now. And I think... I could be doing this for 10 more years and still have so much more still to learn. Still love so. it. Extremely passionate about it. Yeah. There's just yeah. new stuff to learn all the time, right? Is that how it works? Exactly. There's always something to learn. Exactly. Let's and do- you can, it's just in stages. So you unlock different levels. Of course. It's like a video game. Okay. So it just yeah. keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But um, what I was saying about, about getting booked was like some people, if they want to book you for a restaurant, they want you to play a certain sound that, you know, makes people feel a certain way. Some like genres, genres, right. genres, yeah, for example. Um, there's also other promoters that 
you could play the worst music ever. And if you bring people in, mm-hmm. they're making money. So they're happy. Yeah. Um, and then there's other people who I tend to gravitate towards who mm-hmm. they don't care about. They don't care about you bringing people in. They just care about having a consistent, good vibe and good music. Nice. And I have seen that those are the clubs and bars that are the most successful Mm -hmm. because people know what they're expecting. It's always going to be good. And um, I think good people gravitate towards good music. Of course. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and I've really taken that philosophy as like finding the music that I enjoy uh-huh. and going to that and right. I, I like to say follow the music like <laughs> follow the music that you like that's like a saying of mine sure where yeah you just go towards the music you like, like and you end up yeah. meeting people that you get along yeah. better with do you have like a favorite genre you do like house music do you like yeah so house music within the house music genre that's big right um now. i have been exploring so many different subgenres yeah. under house music mm-hmm. Um, there's hundreds. Yeah. It's mind blowing. Yeah, you, you can't name them all. Yeah. And, um, there's so many combinations of, of different subgenres, and, uh, yeah, I know I've just really enjoyed exploring and, and I was just traveling for two months, um, June and July all over Went the world. Europe, right? Remember yeah. I was Europe? started in Asia, worked my way to Europe and then back to Middle East Asia before coming back. Yeah. Um, and I just had my ears open the whole time. Nice. And uh, yeah, I learned a lot about music and and um, from all gained, around the world and stuff. Gained interest. Yeah. It's so crazy. I was like going from like really deep minimal house to like sometimes I would get into like African funk. Yeah. And um, yeah, like so the whole mu- array. Exactly. Yeah. And. My music taste changes so often sure. now. Because you're around it so much. Exactly. And I'm always listening to music. So it's like, there's just new stuff that I'll pick up and be like, oh, this is really cool. Like, I really like this genre. And then I'll just dive super deep into that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, as a DJ, you obviously have to compile your favorite music, like the best music. And um, I just spend hours and hours a day listening yeah. like, I go on drives and I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. Do you, yeah, that's um, awesome. do you have like, so Forrest come at your first gig, the best gig, the worst gig. There's gotta be, you gotta have stories. Yeah. It's gotta um, be funny stories. What was your, for, who gave you your first like break? Like, you know, my first gig. Cause obviously you said, you sent two emails Yeah, with a photo. I sent two photos. I sent like eight emails. Um, I ended up going like, to at this, any point, it was a like, beach club. Fuck. It was a okay. beach club. Nice. There's this guy who's the general manager in Laguna of a hotel of Hotel Laguna. Nice. Yeah. Um, and I still play there actually. Okay. And I still Sick. consider that place like, like family home. to me. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they whatever. picked you up first, you know. Exactly. Like they they put me on pretty much. And what um, was the name of this place? Hotel Laguna. Hotel Laguna in Laguna Beach. And they have like a private membership beach club. Okay. Where I think they charge like 30,000 a year. To just be able to go. To be a member. Reasonable, you know. (laughs) And yeah, I mean, the people that I've met there, it's it's crazy. Good connections or whatever, Um, like networking. Yeah, really good connections. I mean, like there's still people that I'm in contact with that aren't even members of the the beach club. club anymore. I still DJ for them and... Um, just different things that I'm interested in. I, I learn a lot mm-hmm. from them. And did they pay you for your first gig? 
they paid me for my first gig. I offered to do it for free, and they were like, "No, no, no, we're we're paying you." That's okay. so and nice then, of them because a lot of people would have. Yeah. Like, yeah, 30k a year. I hope that they exactly, exactly. And then I got a raise, and then I got another raise, and then I got another raise. So it's like just kind of kept getting better. They must yeah. love you. Yeah, yeah. They they liked my style, and I put so much effort into that first those first two gigs that like, I mean, I still do now. Where like people can really feel the amount of work that I put into my sets, and um, yeah, I mean everything's pretty well thought out and um, prepared and and it's a lot of like removing things and then like trying things so yeah I mean people can kind of feel that and and um, that's been a big goal of mine is like really put a lot of work into my sets and really provide a lot of value of course and um, yeah it's nice like things kind of come back to you eventually when when you put in that work no hard work I Everyone yeah. always tells me like, put in hard work and you'll get the reward. I'm like, what am I working hard at? I don't yeah. get it. Yeah. Um. Obviously, like my videos online, I'm putting like my foot down now. Now that I've graduated, mm-hmm. um, I don't know what it's gonna take. But this is about me. This is about you. So no, no. no. I mean, but that's I think how I see it as you know. I I can relate to that, and I think a really helpful thing that I've uh, taken on recently is really simplifying and and focusing on one thing you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and i think it can relate to you and i think it can relate to everyone where like Mm -hmm. i was trying to do this and that and kind of bouncing around and just being like how hard can i work at everything and when you realize like when you try to do everything at once you end up doing nothing yeah Yeah. i mean so i couldn't do work school and the videos so i put a pause to them exactly now i can do both work and videos because it's just you know working in the day and then Whatever I feel exactly, like but the thing days. is, like you're just doing videos. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not like you're, you know. There's a lot of things that come with it, but yeah, like I was talking to my dad, and it was like I was saying, like the more I simplify, the more details I discover within mm. that, and you can simplify it. No matter what you're doing, you can simplify it even more. Right. And then there's more details you discover, and you simplify even more. And um, my dad always says, all right. Actually, he told me for the first time, he was like, <laughs> become the king of your own pond. Yeah. And then you can get the lake, get a bigger pond, a bigger then pond. a bigger pond, then a bigger pond. Your dad but sounds like a wise dude. Like a he good, is. He's yeah. a great guy. And I, and I learned a lot from him and, um, I'm really grateful for the things that he's taught me, but yeah, I mean, I've really just focused in on, um, you know, recently producing music has been a really cool thing for me. And have you have you gotten anything signed yet or no? So I'm I'm not there yet. Right now, I'm focusing four hours a day. I have a really strict routine. Uh-huh. Sure. Um, and I'm working with other artists, cool. producing music, and just learning different ways to just learning make music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and like you know you have to really master the software i'm using ableton now ableton's great yeah and um i don't know what that is is that just software on the computer yeah it's just a software program um and yeah the opportunities are endless and and um i think when i first started i was like oh yeah like i can pick this up in Mm -hmm. a few months and yeah and like be good at it and it's it's been several months now and and i'm starting to realize how long it really takes to to get to where you want to be because it's competitive it's competitive but it's also interesting because like 
it really allows you to differentiate yourself uh-huh. because there's so many different routes that you can take and there's so many different combinations of sounds that you can put together mm-hmm. where I feel like being in that pool, like with everyone who does create music, having those different combinations allows you to really show yeah. who you are. Yeah. I don't know if that makes too much sense, but um, I was thinking about that. Back to the beginning. Yeah. Cause yeah. I want to know which artist it was that inspired you and who your dream back to back is. You know, my dream back to back. Wow, that's a great question. <laughs> um, you know, I honestly think Fisher nice. was the first DJ that really great DJ. Yeah. Like I like to call it bridging the gap because like there's a lot of really great DJs out there, but uh-huh. no one really brought, that like pop mainstream vibe to house music like he did and there was so like i was pretty young i think i was in high school when when fisher started taking off and he i don't know like he had this like very pop like good energy vibe with house music yeah and it sounds so unique me and my exactly like me and my friends really um, picked up on that and that kind of allowed me to kind of get over into house mm-hmm. and you know as I dive deeper into artists that are you know still undiscovered and and um, you know that they have a very like strict niche sure um, I've ended up you know learning a lot more from that but I think the first the first artist was Fisher for me that okay yeah, and uh, it's funny saying that now because I try not to play Fisher. Fisher, because it's just too mainstream. <laughs> too mainstream. Like mainstream I try to yeah. be unique, but, um, but you can his new song that, yeah. "Take It Off" is an absolute banger. Absolute banger, and um, so especially good. being in LA now, of course. you gotta you gotta throw a little bit of mainstream. You live out up there. in WeHo now, right? Yeah. What part? Like, do you live on New Sunset? Um, yeah, like in between Santa Monica and um, Melrose. You've only been here for like a little while, right? Yeah. So I moved to LA about three weeks ago Mm -hmm. um and i came out here just kind of to be a little bit more isolated from where i grew up because i really want to put a lot of time into producing music now Mm -hmm. and being close to home i have all my friends hitting me out hey let's go to the beach let's do this let's do that and like right now is a time where i really focus focus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah And LA is really cool because everyone's trying to grind for something. Everyone's grinding. It's crazy. Uh-huh. Like you go to the gym, you see like everyone's ripped. Everyone's you know? on something, grinding yeah, something. Everyone it's is crazy. working really hard out here. And um, yeah, it's just a good environment to be around. Everyone's just trying to make it somehow. It's crazy. Especially the yeah. younger people. Like their 20s, the 20 year olds. Yeah. Um, even older. Like people. Yeah, I know. Has, 30 year olds. a even. dream out here. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a great yeah. place to like do up in your 20s. Yeah. yeah. No, there it is. It, yeah, it really pushes you to like. Get something out of yourself. Yeah. You know? Any city, I feel like, like big, big cities, cities for like me, that. like because I grew up in a small beach town, and now when I go back, it's very, um, it's just so calm. And I right. feel like when you're in your twenties, you kind of need to be motivated in a way, mm-hmm. and your environment is so important. So that's why I went out to LA, is just like so that I could be around that environment. I'm assuming you, you like know? it then out here. Out here, yeah, like I it. love it. The and food's it great. Funny. The food compared to OC yeah. is great. Have yeah, you? Yeah. I don't know if you've ate around here at That's all. More options. I've just been cooking a lot. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I've like been really strict. Like my routine. I have a two-hour morning routine every day. I wake up, make a coffee, read okay. fifteen minutes, make a to-do list, fifteen minutes, 
and get um, to work. Meditate 15 minutes. Clean my room 15 clean minutes. Clean my room 15 minutes. Um, go, on 15 minutes. go on a run. 15 minutes. It's like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. But you're okay. out there doing it. Um, you know, make breakfast. And then I'm sitting at my desk at 10 o'clock ready to make music. And, and non-negotiable, cool. and and just producing music at this rate. At this, and how much? That's four hours. Yeah. So I'm setting up a process now where I'm kind of incorporating different ways to learn, as well as setting time to just create stuff. Of course. So I've been using ChatGPT okay. a little bit. Like I'm starting to get into it now, where I'm like, like, because my dad has been using it. And he's he won't stop talking. About I it. love so ChatGPT. Like, hey, like, I got to use it more. But um, yeah, I. I kind of um, trained this one chat into um, being my music production coach. Cool. Mm-hmm. So I was like asking it, what are the right questions for me to ask you? Mm-hmm. And then it told me all the right questions. Then I was like, okay, form a curriculum for me of all the things that I should know. And out of all those things, there's certain things that I already do know. And then it'll be like, what do you want to start on first? And then I'll talk about this and then it'll kind of go into that. And then I'll go, to YouTube, mm-hmm. watch YouTube videos, um, teaching me, you know, that specific thing. So YouTube's great. You, you can learn practically anything and everything on that website. It is, but it, I think it's like that motivation that you need to yeah. really sit there, sit and learn it. it. Yeah, the videos sometimes get long to explain everything. Yeah, definitely. I definitely. agree. But, but I know YouTube for a fact a cool I'll start like on a YouTube video and then end up yeah. watching some other shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bro, this is cat not, drives not down to the four or five. <laughs> the thing, like, you got to be really disciplined yeah. and keep yourself in focus. And um, the biggest thing for me recently has been consistency. Of course. And um, I realized, like, as a person, like in the gym, for example, like I'll go as hard as I can in the mm-hmm. gym, and like do that extra rep, do that extra five reps, do that extra mm-hmm. 10 reps. And one of my best friends who I'm living with now, and it's mm-hmm. super, Your roommate. Yeah, my roommate, um, he's a very consistent person. Mm-hmm. And it, for him, it's not about working the hardest in the moment. Yeah. It's about, okay, I got this done and I'll be back tomorrow. I got this mm-hmm. done and I'll be back mm-hmm. tomorrow. And like for me, I'm kind of building that habit, producing music and learning and being around music where – I'm able to sustain it for a really, really long period of time. And, you know, Kobe, for example, like a lot of people that I look up to, the reason why they're so successful is because they're able to withstand and work very hard for a very long period of time. Mm -hmm. And that level of work will differentiate you from others, from your competition, from anyone really. And, um, yeah, that's been a really big focus of mine recently. So, Gigs again. So best gig. You had a best gig, best gig. and then worst gig. Um, and it can I be still a- haven't done that dream back to back. I I want to think yes, honestly, Mochak. I think yeah, Where's Mochak. That? He's Same. just he's a DJ. Oh okay, his energy's he, unreal. He's just so fun. Yeah, and I think yeah, I think being able to back to back with him. Um, <clears throat> would be a lot of fun, and uh, hopefully one day that'll happen. Oh yeah, yeah. one day. No, yeah. no, no. Best gig like, yeah. that you've done. Best gig, yeah. Best gig that I've done. Um, you know, there's, there's, it's different because sometimes I'll feel like I will have the best set ever. Sure. And the way that I would consider that is like, and set means like, like set the, music. Of the music you've chosen. So like you okay. pick the music, you transition really well, you can tease in a song and anyone's and vibing it with it. But it's not even that like for me, like separation from the crowd. Okay. 
I, I can consider a good set to be like start to finish. This was like 98% perfect. Okay. Like, nice. I only made, I was only like eight beats off here on this. So I had a set at Kitsch Bar. There was probably was like that? 30 people there. It was Costa really? Mesa. Costa Mesa. Okay. People weren't, it wasn't like a dance bar. It was, was just it like, a weekday or weeknight? I don't even know. It was like a Friday. It was like oh. last year, but like that was one of those gigs where I was like, wow, I, I executed that to perfection. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's unreal. Yeah. That's a good feeling. Yeah. That was really cool. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting to me because I feel like every neck, I try to make every set better than the last. Of course. As you should. So I had a private party that I did in Israel, um, about a month ago that was just amazing mm-hmm. because the energy of the people in Israel are different. They're just built different. Like built they different. just enjoy they just enjoy being social and they enjoy dancing and they enjoy good music. And like, it's very important to them. And, uh, my dad's Israeli, so I can kind of relate to them a little bit, but, um, yeah, I would say that was probably one of my best gigs ever. Um, in Israel. Yeah. But like, they're all unique in their own, in their way. own way. So it's like hard to compare because I've done huge gigs for like 300 people. Yeah. That have been like, okay, like fun. Yeah. Right. And then I've done gigs where it was like all my best friends came. It was like on a Thursday. Like I'm I'm thinking about the Victorian. I played the Victorian. That place is On a Thursday. I think two, three Thursdays ago in the basement. And it wasn't like packed to the brim. There was like good space in there. Thursday. Yeah. Usually it's packed on Friday. It was one of the best nights that I've had in a long time just because the company Mm -hmm. there was great. Um, so every so place is the different. Best. Then, yeah. That was the best. I think some of the worst gigs for me are. I mean, I just like really don't like playing restaurants anymore. And I Wait, don't, why? Because I'm not a I'm not a restaurant DJ. Is it just anymore. like what is it? Jazz music? What are you playing there? No, like I play I play like upbeat, um, like tropical house music. Okay. Um, but like I love to make people dance. Like as a DJ, you want you want yeah. to see people dancing. You want to see the crowd move. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I mean, I think the worst for me is when I'll have, I'll play like four hours at a beach club and then I'll go straight to another one and I'll do another four hour set. And you're just like, you play eight hours in the day and by the end you're just like so exhausted. Or whatever. Yeah. So it's a lot of those like private parties, like, cause I'll make 10 times as much money doing like a, an engagement party. How much does like a DJ a make, party. Like get for something like that? Like, is that, I don't want to get into to, the money. To price. Yeah. Sure, sure. Because I think it's different for everyone. Sure. Um, and there's also gigs where it's just like not about the money. You of know course. What I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but since we're talking about money now, I recently have really set a hard price, like a hard minimum. Sure. And for like, is, do you base it off like what location or what do you, so yeah, so it's different. So like, the people who you've been working with for a long time, I think it's good to keep a, a good the price with price. them uh-huh. because uh-huh. they've the shown you respect. They want to have you back. And they will have a good have relationship back. with them. Yeah. yeah. Like the people that gave you the break in um, exactly. Laguna, for like, example. I'll play for them for less than of course. other people, but still they, they take care of me. Of so course. Yeah. Good. Um, yeah, but I think with new, like as your skill level gets higher and higher mm-hmm. and you kind of take on new clients, setting your minimum at a value that you think you're worth is so much more important than just being like, Oh, I want to get this. Like I want to uh-huh. get 
paid this much. Like, of course. You know what I mean? And, and being able to say no to certain gigs, I think is really helpful because it's not like you're saying no because you don't want to. It's you're saying no because just, these are the parameters that you'd be the most successful in. So like, like I like to DJ nightclubs, mm-hmm. you know, and if someone asked me to DJ at 8 p.m. at like a nightclub or something, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask if I can play later and I'm OK with waiting if I need to wait a few weeks, if I need to wait a few months, you're okay with waiting. I'm okay with waiting because nice. I'll be here. Yeah. You know what I mean like, and I'll be getting better even. Mm-hmm. So it's a good mentality. Yeah. 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 It's just about like longevity. I think it's a big yeah. thing for me. Like I used to always try to be like, what can I do now? What can I, how can I get better? What can I do next? But if you're, if you kind of become a high value individual, mm-hmm. those things just, you attract those things. Of course. So, right. That makes yeah. sense. Kind of like manifesting it. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah manifesting visualizing um yeah i mean i've really focused on that and and uh understanding exactly what goal you want to achieve and why why you want to achieve it yeah um and um for me that's right now it's producing music have you uh performed at any uh nightclubs here in la like the hwood group ones or not yet no yeah yeah they're crazy hwood Hwood's crazy. It's wild to break so like, into. Hwood owns like Bootsy, Poppy, yes. you know, Nightingale, so all those bars. places. I met the manager that actually was just at a bar and ended up meeting the lady who is in charge. It was of a lady. Oh, nice. Yes. Wow, okay. And she, yeah, I mean, it's just not my style of music. Like, really? Yeah, I don't I don't play hip hop. Yeah, yeah it's all hip hop, R&B, yeah. pop. Like, I don't play that kind of stuff. I play house music and different yeah. variations of house music and like, I'll pass on big gigs. They always have like the if they same want me to play. four DJs. Yeah. And I've always wondered like how much they get paid. Cause those clubs, they, they rack in. I don't know if you've been, yeah. they rack in. Yeah, money. yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I think it's just about the culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't want to make too many judgments about sure, it, sure. but, um, there's certain nightclubs that don't pay great. Right. Of course. And they don't, have too much respect for the artists that come and play yeah. there and then there are huge nightclubs too yeah that don't pay yeah. a lot of money yeah exactly and um they they say it's for exposure and they say getting your foot in the door uh-huh. um of course, yeah but i've had times where people will say that to me and i'll do it and then the yeah. next time they'll offer the same same amount or whatever and then it's like it's like what okay well yeah i mean i'm expecting to get more out of it later yeah. um so what happened? You met the manager and and you just like, she just gave you an offer? What'd she do? No, no, no. We were just, I mean, I wasn't in the area at the time. I was ready, getting ready to travel. Got it. Um, and we were like, yeah, we'll talk in the future mm-hmm. about it. Um, but that hasn't been on my to-do list really recently just because it's not really my style. Of course. It's like all hip hop there. There's plenty of places. And um, yeah. that's why I'm going out to Amsterdam. Cause, like, when are you going? It's the hub of house music, man. Yeah, it's I think it's, I think Amsterdam yeah. is the most happening place. It is for house music now. I genuinely, yeah. when I was there, every single club, everyone was there for the music. Yeah, I've never experienced that before. Like it's the great, only place it? that comes close in Los Angeles is like the basement of Victorian. Like yeah, close. Oh, it, doesn't it wasn't even, even the doesn't same. Even compare. Bro, yeah, seven they, in the morning every morning. <laughs> yeah, uh, and are you just going there to? Um, perform or are you going there for just trying to get like something signed or what are you trying to so your goal? my goal is to move to amsterdam in october 
Okay. So a month temporarily from now. or I want to stay there as long as I can, but mm-hmm. with my visa, I'm only allowed to stay 90 days. Right. Of course. Um, and then there's also some kind of, um, something I have to work out because I was just there of course. Um, uh-huh. about a month ago. Um, and my goal is to go out there to produce music mm-hmm. and kind of understand the music industry out there. Um, I'm setting up a routine where it's I'm producing music six hours a day. Of course. I'm working with artists for three hours out mm-hmm. of that six hours. Nice. Um, five days a week for 12 weeks. Holy shit. Yeah. Dude. So that's nuts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be a really strict routine, but hopefully, you know, and I really have to, to clarify what my goals are by the end of that, but yeah. hopefully I'll be, a wizard at making music by the end of that. <laughs> Dude, you will be and, um, with that type of effort. Yeah. 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 And, uh, I've really liked LA. So I think yeah. I'll probably move back here after that. Of course. And then I think I'm going to do three months, Amsterdam, three months, LA. So I'll be kind of, so just keep both with your visa, whatever we need yeah. to talk. Cause, uh, next May, my buddy and I are planning on doing the exact same thing. What? 90 days in Amsterdam. Really? Yeah. We loved it so much. Just in Amsterdam. Yeah. Oh in my Amsterdam. God. So. Love that. She room with us. Yeah. 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 It's going to be sick. Yeah, man. Um, you know, honestly, I need like, I'm really trying to focus so we can be neighbors, but Dude. I, wanna, I need, I think I, <laughs> I think I need like, my I own apartment. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but, um, no, I feel you on that. Yeah, man. I mean, I am going out there for the music. It's yeah. not even like. I mean, I met some great people when I was there. I was there for a week. Uh-huh. Um, and I actually, while I was traveling, I met a lot of really amazing Dutch people. So cool. I love the Dutch they're people. So <laughs> yeah, cool, I love they're the so Dutch nice. <laughs> yeah, they're, they, they're they all speak English. Life, <laughs> yeah, they speak English. Um, but yeah, their outlook on life, I think, is so beautiful. Like, it they really care, is. They care about the things that really matter. Um, and to them, like, it's not always about the money. It's not always about, um, you know, differentiating yourself or, or stuff like that. But it's, it's, they care about good music. They care about good experiences. They care about good relationships. Yeah. Um, and those are a lot of the things that I care about. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, man, we'll see. Hopefully I love it there. I mean, I, so far I've really loved it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm telling some of my friends, like, yeah, I'm, I'm moving to Amsterdam. And they're like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Across the world. Nowhere. What Why? do you mean? <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I think, you know, I'm done with college. Yep. I, that was the biggest weight on my shoulder, finishing that. I feel like I was just, I feel like I have just been born. Yeah. Like my life like just I'm a lot more free now because college yeah. is really a lot of my time. Yeah, me too. Like whenever too. I want to do it's something, a, I'm like, okay, schedule, well, I got to finish man. this first. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm just re- very happy to be able to make my own yeah. decisions now. Do you do you do anything else, or is your only income with the, or just uh, DJing, or do you have something else? It's just DJing. It's DJing, nice. um, cool. that's really I, cool, impressive. I mean, yeah, I saved up all last year, like every penny that I made. What I happened saved up. with that six thousand? Do you want to get into that, or do you not want to talk about that? Um, are you allowed to talk about it? Yeah, we can we can talk about it. So I mean, I'm, yeah. I I'll tell you what I remember. I remember like I just remember you posting your Instagram story, and I like read it. I was like, damn, six k robbed. That's ass. Yeah. Also, I did not want to be gone right now. Yeah. But you made us. I made it sound like you were gonna find it because you pulled out like a reward or whatever. But I mean, you can explain yeah. what happened because Shane doesn't even know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't so, pulled anything. Yeah. When I was in college, this was last year around this time. Last year, um, 
Yeah, no, it was like it was around this time. Year. Remember, it was, it was right before graduation. I think. Yeah, it was almost when I was done. Yeah, so I think what five months ago. Yeah, not that long ago. Yeah, I mean, I had I went into my safe. So like uh-huh. sometimes as a DJ, you get paid in cash. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so every time when I finished my gig, where I'd get paid in cash, I'd put my money in the safe. And one day I came back and my safe was open and the money was gone. Six thousand dollars was gone from oh, my safe. That's ass. Real. Yeah. And, and you have no who clues on who it could have been. No, I mean, like, the sad part is I, it, it had to be someone who was kind of close to me. They yeah. had to have known that and you put your cash in that safe. Yeah, it was definitely a... Who um, else knew your safe password? Did I have a password? I don't want to get into who I could suspect. No, 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 not about that. But do like, you have suspects in your Do you head? have suspects in your own head? So yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it makes you think a lot, and I've yeah. kind of let it go now. Um, but... I did a, a investigation, like a police investigation. You know, there's DNA taken and, yeah. and fingerprints, and it's been what five months now, and I still haven't Nothing. heard back from the wow. investigations. Like it's like, yeah, That's um, sad, honestly. Yeah, yeah, it's a bummer, but you know, I believe in karma. I feel like that person a bitch, yeah. needed that money more than I did, and to an um, extent, you know, I think when you do bad things. And you feel like there's some kind of reward attached to it. Like if you steal something right. and, you, and you feel like, oh yeah, I'm like now I have something. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna do something bigger mm-hmm. someday, and mm-hmm. one day that life's gonna catch up to them, and they're gonna learn. And like for me, like I'm grateful that I had that six thousand dollars, you know, and and that's not going anywhere. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. still working. I'm working harder, and I have more opportunities coming to me. So like. That six thousand was a lesson, obviously. Like, mm-hmm. not gonna keep cash anymore. Yeah, um, straight to the bank. Straight to the bank. <laughs> straight to the bank. Straight to the bank. Yeah. <laughs> FDIC insured. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, I mean, it's life. But man. it was. It yeah. had a passcode on it, right? I'm yeah, sure, it, had sure pass it had okay, a passcode. Okay, so it would have been someone really how, close to you then. Must have yeah, known something. someone. Someone must have either known it or been able to yes, pick that is. lock somehow. But yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I'm. I've. I've moved on from it. Of now. course. Yeah. Course. Kind of like. No, I just remember. I just remember seeing that, and I was like, dude, that sucks. All the. I was like, dude, he's been doing this for like the past few months, and then just fall out to be taken is so, so ass. That's the only reason I thought about it because I was like, dude, I wonder if he ever got that back. Yep. Um, never got it back. That's so ass. That's really respectful hey, for you to look at it like that. That's really cool. Thank you. But man. then at yeah, some yeah, point yeah. you're gonna get gigs that are worth six k. You know, you'll you'll exactly. get there. Obviously, yeah. that time will come. Yeah, yeah. And you'll laugh about it in the future. Yeah, you'll be like, now what was I that? Know. Fuck that six k. I know. It's I like know. a good story to have. Also, like your first ever. That's also a good story, though. I think. At it's least. a good story. It's a good story to tell. It's, like, yeah. it was an eye opener. I lesson learned, not to keep cash. Yeah, <laughs> and also like it can always be worse. Oh, obviously, always. Some people. Like I'm happy I don't have any health issues. Yeah. I'm happy that right, I don't. Right. You know, Nothing's I have a good gone. family. You know, I have good friends around me. Um, yeah. mon- like material stuff. You just whatever lose. it comes and goes. Dude. Exactly. It's just not important. Exactly. Yeah. Any any dream spots you want to like, um, like perform at? Any like anywhere in LA? Like dream spots? If uh, not specific else. places? Maybe in Miami. Um, you know, I I have a very big. Um, I really like international places. Okay. Places nice. that really have a lot of culture with them. Middle East, Europe. Um, you Hampshire, know, I think yeah. my music style really is more of the, um, you know, high class um, places like Mykonos, uh-huh. um, Saint-Tropez, mm-hmm. 
you know, I really enjoyed Ibiza. The music I think was nice. very high quality there. Ibiza can be a bit trashy at times. Of course. Absolutely. Just because it's like during the spring. Oh my dude, God. Ibiza, when I was in Ibiza, that place took the life out of me. <laughs> like I slept for four days straight I'm after dead. I got back from Ibiza. Yeah. But yeah, I just think like high quality music is really important to me. And, um, you know, being able to pass on clubs that don't really have that same vibe, I think will kind of get me closer to that. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I think just being able to travel and play at some kind of like monumental clubs around mm-hmm. the world, uh-huh. I think would be really cool. Of course. Like, yeah, um, there's this club that I went to that's in a castle in Dubrovnik, Croatia. Wait, what? Holy a castle? Yeah. It's called Revlin. It's like, I don't know if it's a, it's a castle itself, but it just like literally looks like a castle. I knew you Dang. traveled with your friends. Whatever. I didn't know you were doing all this. I thought you were just traveling for fun. I thought you Whoa. and your friend group just went to Europe and all this stuff just to like for the summer. I thought you guys were just jerking. Just now? No, I mean, even in the past, yeah. I thought you guys were just jerking it like as in like just having fun, wasting <laughs> time. And I was like, dude, these guys are just having a blast. I didn't yeah. know you were doing all this. Doing what? Like DJing. And I mean, that's like, investing in your no, future like, too. Like doing all the music stuff, yeah. I should say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know you I were mean, doing I think all this. this. This trip, this two-month trip was very music-focused Of course, for me. yeah. And um, I went solo to all those places, like most of those most places. Of those places. Yeah. Wow. So like flew to Bali alone, okay. didn't know anyone. Bali was, I think, probably the most fun that I've really? had. Yeah, like nice. anywhere I went. Um, Where'd you stay in Bali? So I went to Uluwatu, uh-huh. started in Uluwatu, went to Seminyak, met two of my friends there. All solo until you met, saw that them there. Yeah, so I did like a few days solo and then like I met one of my best friends from high school and one of my best friends from college um, for a day and then wow. went to Changu. And yeah, I mean, there's so many solo travelers there and it's really casual. Like you, you're in a hostel and you walk outside and, and there's people that you meet and you're like, all right, where are we going out tonight? Where are we going out tonight? Yeah, you, you and then like I've, I've made some friends that like I think that I will be in touch with for the rest of my life on that trip. Those are some lifelong yeah. friends. You think about for a while after you meet them, you're like, that was really cool. Exactly. You <laughs> both share that really cool experience. And um, yeah, I went to Japan after that and met my family in Japan. Cool. How was and that? Japan, Japan was That's fun. Yeah. I mean, at first it was such it's a different. culture shock for me. Like, it's different. There's yeah. no trash cans. Was it overwhelming? Yeah. You can't. It was super overwhelming yeah. at first. Like I was... Um, yeah, I just remember arriving there and and just not knowing what to do. So much. Yeah, and they um, all take the subway or whatever the um, the bullet train, whatever they call it. Yeah, and I had to kind of get used to it. But their attention to detail it's in Japan crazy, yeah. is unlike anywhere else. In what the world. a wow. city! Um, so I went to Kyoto, okay. and I went to this really small city called Koyasan, okay. and stayed with in like a monk house for two days. Wow. How was that? It was great. <laughs> it was like, great. We slept, we slept on the floor. Like it was like you sleep on the floor. You have like blankets or whatever. Yeah, but, but like really they sleep really on the thin, floor. Like, yeah. Yep. Um, <clears throat> you, you know, they make breakfast for you and it was very relaxing. And How was food? The food was amazing. I've heard, yeah. Oh my God, it was like. I thought it was amazing. When yeah, I there was like 15 different dishes that they gave wow. you. Like little portions of each dish and they are all so unique. And that just explains Japan. Like they're so, everything Attention is so intricate. Yeah, man. Like 
I got a massage before my flight and I was, <laughs> I was blown away by the amount of detail in the massage. Like she did like 150, 200 she different me moves. She went to every muscle wow. down my back. She did like, oh my God. And by the end of that massage, I was like a new man. And it was before my flight. So I was flying. I flew to Amsterdam after that, but sure. I was like, I don't want to leave. Like, I don't want to leave. So, so cool. You just yeah. got to go back, experience it again. You know. Yeah, I think I learned the most. I was the most inspired by Japan in the sense of like being, having attention to detail. And like I used to really be a big picture thinker and I'd be like, the details aren't really what I'm best at. Like I think I can, you know, outsource things right, and have other right. people help me mm -hmm. out with things. And, and right now in my career, like I really have to put in a lot of work and do all the dirty work and really learn how to do it so that eventually I can kind of get help and be able to manage people to kind of yeah. Yeah, team yeah. work together with people. But you will need a team eventually. Eventually. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, Japan was, was, uh, really cool for me and definitely changed my perspective of life of like how to live and, and how to behave and, and what to focus on. Yeah. Cool. Do you, do you make TikTok videos like to get yourself out there? Do you, what do you do to no, get out there? So, like, what do you, what so do you I do? So I tried, yeah. So you're asking how I like market how do you get, myself. Yeah. But I mean, like, essentially like best marketing person for yourself is yourself. You exactly. know, like how yeah. do you do it? I'm curious. Cause um, music's so I tried doing TikTok. I try to do one post a day. Yeah. Um, and I think I got like a month of doing that. Nice. Nice. And it didn't really go anywhere. Okay. Um, and I realized like the amount of work that I was putting in, I wasn't really getting much return. And I uh -huh. know that with TikTok, you got to just be consistent you with do. it every you know, single day. Yeah. And organically you can grow the fastest there, but I shifted my energy to Instagram. Cool. After the reels. Less reels, but, um, more boosted posts. Okay. So what nice. I do is I take 20% of my income put it from into. DJing and I put it into promoting my Instagram. And how has that been doing? Good. Great. Yeah. I, I um, worked in marketing for uh -huh. of course. two years. And, um, so I understand kind of how to, how to do the finances behind, of course, you know, how much money it puts into Yeah. That makes yeah. Sense. And, um, so just it's Instagram cool. then? It's cool, yeah, just Instagram. Um, but I mean, I'm doing different platforms. So like SoundCloud, I'm releasing on SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. um, YouTube, I'm going to start doing. But cool. um, my biggest goal is just providing value. Mm -hmm. Like it for me, I want to help my followers as much as possible. Uh -huh. And I kind of made the decision, I guess, subconsciously that like, even if I'm doing it just on Instagram, I'm still helping these people. Of course. You know what I mean? And I think building that fan base and those people that really enjoy your work and kind of helping them mm -hmm. have a better life, like giving them some of my music, uh -huh. showing yeah. them, you know what I mean? So, Dude, that's great. That's yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. So that that's so worked for me, but it's one step at a time, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I'm realizing that, like, it's a very long process. Mm -hmm. I'm learning. It's funny you say that. I, I hate Instagram. We're growing. I fucking really? I hate Instagram too, and I hate honestly. Facebook. Yeah. I love TikTok and I do so well with it and YouTube. Those two I just find so much more success in. Yeah. I don't know if I just know the algorithm better. I don't know if Maybe it's we can what. help each other out a Dude, little bit. I fucking hate Instagram reels and same. I hate everything about Instagram. Here, yeah. Yeah. Nothing works on there. Nothing gets pushed out on me. That's so it's funny you say that. So I'm like, oh wow, maybe there is a yeah, group that use it. It's it's worked. It's worked well for me. I'll like, try to help you. I mean, yeah. With music, I feel like you just gotta put your music out and do something cool video like engagement. Like mm -hmm. with TikTok, is all about the hook. 
You have a good yeah. hook on a video, and we'll, voila, you got watch time. I don't yeah. know how Instagram works. I can't figure that shit Instagram, out. Instagram, the best things that have worked for me are carousels. You carousels? Know, like, like really? Dumps. dumps. And yeah. So do you promote those? Yeah, I promote those. Okay. I promote okay. everything. Yeah. So I, I'll put, yeah, I'll I'll put my minimum amount on every single one of my posts. Mm-hmm. And then what I do is, is I, I check the analytics of them and I rank them, not really rank them, but I have a certain threshold of like what percentage of people click on my profile that see it. Right. Mm-hmm. And if they go on that threshold, then I double down. So I'll nice. spend like twice as much, three times as much on that one. That smart. makes sense. Yeah. Really, really smart. smart yeah. yeah. So I'm not like kind of wasting my money on that's yeah. interesting because i haven't heard anyone take that approach yeah before. i haven't either these are ones like reels tiktok but yeah you have a completely different strategy yeah it sounds like it's working out for you well it is it is yeah. i worked for a business that um did a similar approach cool. and it worked um, out good for I worked, them, I yeah i worked with one of the biggest um social media marketing agencies out of new york okay. um and that was their approach it was like that's good you set a budget you promote I think the doubling down, I don't think that they talked about it, but that was just something that I that's creative. picked yeah. up on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So And since doing that on Instagram with the have you had anyone reach out to you like, hey, can you come perform all the time? I assume. So much. That's crazy. Yeah. Like my I get I don't even have to really reach out to any There's now just coming to you. Yeah, people you just, just schedule text them. me, hey, can we book you for this date? And you do the minimum thing like you mentioned, the pricing minimum. Send my price minimums. And, um, do they ever say no to you or do they yeah, yeah, all the time? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Like, yeah, we, there's people that I'm still, that I'm still waiting to work with and they're waiting to work with me and it's just, we just haven't been able to come to an agreement and yeah. uh-huh. it's no hard feelings, but, uh, it's different too when I reach out to people versus they reach out to me. Of course. Cause right. they know they want something exactly. and they need something. Exactly. That if they want sense. me, they want my style, they're willing to pay more. That but if sense. like I go, if I go to someone, yeah. That makes sense. Well, listen, it was great having you. I really do appreciate you coming all the way yeah. from WeHo to, I guess, not even that far. It wasn't that far. I feel bad. He came all the way from the Valley, so I feel bad. Two hours. Thanks, yeah, dude. Oh, so nice. I appreciate you. Yeah. I really Thank appreciate you, you coming. Yeah. Um, if you want to plug your socials, please let us know your social handle. I will put that in the video, of course. Cool. Um, yeah, just light leak on, I think, everything. Everything. Yeah. Perfect. YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. I will definitely link it in the yeah. description as well for you guys to follow. Um, other than that, thank you so much for watching this episode. Or if you're listening, thanks for listening. Um, I'll also link my socials and Shane's socials in the description. If you guys have anything else to add. No. Thanks for time. listening. Yeah. yeah. Right, if you guys made it this far, then it's a it's a good sign. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've, I also am just working on my public speaking. So, like, of course. this has been great for this me. This is good. And, and, uh, good you, good. I'm you, did you did good. You did great. You did great. I thought you were that. We have so. so many guest stories for you. I'll tell you off camera, but yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks so much for watching. All right, bye.